0: Hi, my name is Minda Hartz and I'm your host of Secure the Seat, your weekly podcast that helps women of color secure their seat at the table. It's not about just getting in the room and sitting down and taking up space. It's about getting in that seat, securing it with authority and bringing other women of color along with you. And if you're one of those women of color or black women that happen to be working with other black and brown women in the space, then look around the room, see who's missing, bring them in as well. We have so much to cover today, and so I'm not going to take up too much of your time, but I hope that you're doing well. If you've never listened to Secure the Seat, welcome. If you've been rocking with me for any amount of time, I'm glad you're here. We're in this together. I want to hear from you. I am most active on Twitter. My Twitter game is hot, so don't sleep on me. (laughs) Follow me on Twitter, at Minda Hearts, and I'm just starting to burn the oil on LinkedIn. So Uh, feel free to follow me on LinkedIn. Every Friday, I am dropping a a Secure the Seat Live video. And this is a new thing for me. And I'm going to be a little vulnerable with you all because video is really not my thing (laughs) or in my mind. It's not my thing. Uh, It's one of those things that I am pushing myself as we secure our seat. Sometimes we have to push ourselves out of our comfort zone. And actually, it wasn't I'd been thinking about it, but it wasn't until a, a friend of mine kept pushing me to do video. He would ask me every week, when are you dropping a video? And this was months. <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. But it's just one of those things that I didn't feel comfortable with. And and I've dropped three videos so far on LinkedIn, only on LinkedIn so far. And every week is a challenge for me because it's it's out of my comfort zone, Uh, And so but that is where the growth happens. That is where the magic happens. And so if there's something that you've been wanting to start, uh, whether it's book, a course, a class, a podcast, video, a blog, a newsletter, whatever it is, take the leap, take, take the jump. What do you have to lose? And potentially you have everything to gain. And so I would encourage you to to do that. And we just have to push ourselves because what we find out is we might be good at something that we didn't even know, right? And uh, I'm not saying that I got some, some work to do on these videos for sure, uh, but it is definitely helping me get out of my comfort zone. And so I would encourage you to think through those things. We're in May and I'm like, how in the heck did... We get to May so soon, uh, and it's almost mid May, which is even scarier. But think about some things over the next 30, 60, 90 days of what you want to accomplish, what you want to push yourself to do. I've actually been working on something for the last couple of months, and that particular thing, which I'll share with you in later episodes, is something that I'm really excited about, and it's taken me a while to finesse it, <laughs> to perfect it, to my liking, right? Nothing is going to ever be perfect. But again, stepping out of my comfort zone, but everything that I do, at least at this point <clears throat> in my life, it has to make sense for the for the common good. And that means that I am on this journey to advocate for women of color in the workplace. And I'm only saying yes to the things that Make that possible, right? Um, As you build your business, as you're thinking about ways to leave a legacy and those sorts of things, they have to make sense to your bottom line and, and not necessarily a monetary value, but how is this positioning us, the future of work? And so when I take a speaking engagement, even if the crowd is not women of color, um, always, it's not always that way, but they need to see a woman of color, a black woman leading, speaking, telling the the crowd what they can do to better serve and help us and be our success partner. And so I just want to say thank you to you all because it's, you're every week, you're listening, you're downloading, you're sharing, you're commenting when I post it, you're sending me messages. And part of what fuels me is knowing that I'm not out here alone. And um, we all have to have a core, those core values. And when I established my company, The Memo, and you can, if you've never been there, you can go to myweeklymemo.com. It was important for me to have some, some values. And those values were, and still are, integrity, generosity, resilience, and balance. And balance, I tend to, um, I'm still working on that one. (laughs) But we have to have some values in the things that we do. And so I would encourage you to, as you're pushing yourself, to make sure you have some core values. So when things come up, be it in your business, in your workplace, in your professional life, you're being led by your values. And If you ever question, is it something I should do? Check with your values and you'll always get the right answer. But in today's episode, uh, I'm really excited to share the conversation that I had with Dr. Diana Burley. She is so many things, but she is an executive director and chair at the Institute for Information, Infrastructure, and Protection and a full professor of human and organizational learning at the George Washington University, GW. She's also named one of SC Magazine's eight women in IT security to watch, and so many other things. And I'll make sure to put up her information in the show notes at mindahearts.com for you to connect with her. But building upon last week's episode, and if you haven't gone to listen to last week's episode Through the Fire with my girl, uh, she dropped so many gems. Candia Johnson, make sure that you, you do that. And at the end of that, we talked a lot about leadership. And so I'm gonna pick up with Diana Burley, Dr. Burley, to talk about leadership, but also her area of expertise. One of them, anyway, is cybersecurity, and we talk about that and why that should matter to us. And also, it's an opportunity for you to learn more about a new industry, if you're not familiar with it, because I ask her some questions on opportunities for us. Maybe you're in a position right now where you're trying to figure out if your skills are transferable to maybe leave the industry that you're in. And Dr. Burley lets us know that there's so many opportunities within the cybersecurity space. So hopefully this might even encourage you and prompt you to do some more digging and see if there's an opportunity for you to be a part of this next wave in cybersecurity. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I know you're going to enjoy it. Dr. Burley, welcome to Secure the Seat. How are you?
1: Thank you. I'm well. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, I'm so excited about our conversation. um, A friend of ours, a mutual friend, Stephen Hart of Trailblazers Podcast, we both had the privilege of of being on there, and I loved hearing your story. And so I'm so inspired uh, to have our audience hear your story as well wonderful (laughs) but before we get into your background um why don't you uh before we get into cybersecurity rather and leadership I would love for you to tell uh our secure the seat listeners a little bit more about you
1: well I uh (laughs) I was raised in Pittsburgh and I'm a proud Steelers fan although we didn't have the best year this year um but uh went to graduate school up there at Carnegie Mellon, and now I live and work in the Washington, D.C. area uh, with uh, two kids and a dog, and um, I spend my days working, and I think that uh, it's, it's a situation where my, my work is also my avocation. So I love what I do, and, and uh, I wake up to do it, and uh, you know, every day is a great new adventure.
0: I think that's a great outlook to have. I, I've tried to tell myself that every day, even on projects that I'm not so happy to work on, that this is a privilege, this is an opportunity. So I love, I love um, how you uh, change that mindset. And I also too, I won't tell you, I don't want to tell you, but since you brought it up, I am a Packers fan, and I think we had a worse season than the Steelers. <laughs>
1: Okay,
0: all right. (laughs) You're in good company. Um,
1: (laughs) My condolences. (laughs) Yes, thank
0: you. Um, But again, before we discuss your background in cybersecurity, I'm a big advocate of women of color having a seat at the table and using their seat for good. And part of securing your seat is all about how you lead, so leadership. So let's talk about that. How do you define leadership?
1: Uh, you know, I really think that leadership is about inspiring people and motivating them to act and to achieve whatever their goal is. Uh, and And you can do that in a number of ways, but I find that um, for me, being an effective leader or the effective leaders that i have I have been around are those who walk the talk uh, and who are servant leader oriented so they are not just about you know it's not being the boss it's being the person that is able to to get others to rally around and to to together move toward achieving that goal and to motivate them to 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 serve and to do uh, work that will help move everyone forward
0: I love that because oftentimes some people think that leadership is being the boss. So I'm glad that you put that out there. That that's, that's not what leadership no, is. I mean, for some, right, but not good leadership. Yeah. Um, you know, so with that said, I, obviously you've been leading in your field for a long time during your career. Has your leadership ever been tested
1: and how did you overcome that challenge? Oh my goodness. Yes, I think that uh, my leadership is challenged every day uh, in some way or another, either outwardly from someone else who doesn't necessarily respect um, what I'm bringing to the table or what I'm trying to to accomplish, or or even inwardly, where perhaps I'm not as positive that day or not feeling as confident uh, about my ability to move us forward. And so... I think that every day there's a sense of, at some point during the day, some kind of challenge that has to be overcome in order to continue that forward movement toward the goal. Well said. And I think, as
0: women of color, black women, as we move forward in our career, we will be met with those challenges. But the silver lining is we can't overcome and we just have to, to continue to move forward. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. And what some of our listeners may or may not know, you are a aficionado, <laughs> and I'm—that's probably not even the right word—to uh, in cybersecurity. And um, some people may not even know what that is. I know that we hear it a lot um, in the media and on the news, and you know, some people boil it down to maybe just passcodes, but I know it's much more than that. And why mm-hmm. should we care? And how do we get started to take it more seriously?
1: Well, so we should care because everything that we do or increasingly larger portion of the activities that we do as a society or as individuals are somehow connected to the Internet and the electronic uh, systems, whether we're at uh, talking about our banking information, whether we're talking about uh, our communication between each other. Uh, Everything that um, society does is somewhere connected to technology, and so we need to be cognizant of that. When I describe cybersecurity to people who are perhaps a little less familiar with it, I boil it down, and this is really the heart of what cybersecurity is. It's about protecting three things, confidentiality, integrity, and availability. And Confidentiality is all about privacy of data and just saying that we want to make sure that only those people who we want to access our data or our information our private emails or photos or whatever it is only those people have access to that information integrity is about making sure that that information is accurate so that we're not you know we hear a lot about fake news or or fake information or misinformation and so Part of what we're doing in the field of cybersecurity is making sure that when we do access the data, that that data, that information is accurate. It hasn't been altered by someone. And the final component of cybersecurity or what we're trying to protect is availability. And that is when I go to get my information, so when I log into my bank or when I log into my email or or another system, that it is available for me to use when I need it and want it. And so when you think about all of the attacks that you hear on the news or uh, just stories that, that people talk about, all of the breaches and everything that we think about in terms of cybersecurity can be boiled down into protecting one, of, one or more of those three components of confidentiality, integrity, and availability. Thank you for explaining that to us. And it's so
0: important. I know a few years ago, I was traveling and my bank account information got, you know, compromised and it was such a painful and, um, it was such a painful experience. And, you know, and I've actually had it happen several times since. And, uh, so I've paid much more attention to cybersecurity (laughs) the hard way
1: (laughs) yes we tend to pay attention when things happen
0: Um, but what we want
1: and and certainly is for people to pay attention even before something bad happens because that might prevent it or at least um prolong the the um time to they have that bad incident yes um
0: and maybe for those who are thinking oh i'm interested in maybe getting into the the cybersecurity industry. What advice do you have for women of color who might want to um, transition careers or find out more about this industry?
1: Come, you know, the first thing is come. We absolutely need. We need more people in the field uh, in general, but we certainly need more women in the field. And women of color um, are, you know, certainly near and dear to my heart. And so, if you have any interest at all, uh, I would say. It is it is a, a, a very large field. There are many, many different types of positions, whether we are talking about women who are very good with technology and, and the nuts and bolts um, of the technology and they want to be more on that side of the field or people who are good at writing policies or understanding how to communicate. Uh, there is room on that side of the field and everything in between and so, it really is the kind of field where everyone can find a home uh, in, in, that aligns with the types of, of activities that they enjoy doing.
0: You hear that, ladies? There's room for growth and opportunity. So. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> this is a new
0: year. You might, you might be interested in a new a new way to secure your seat. So uh, don't be afraid to, to find out more about cybersecurity. Yes. So that you can get connected. Um, thank you for that, Dr. Burley. And lastly, I wanted to end with an, another leadership question is, How can women of color strengthen their leadership skills when their employers don't provide leadership opportunities? I think that that can be a pain point for us in the workplace.
1: Well, it is is often a pain point that an employer or supervisor is not going to provide you with the type of opportunity that you think that you deserve to have or you are ready for. But in no way does that mean that there are not opportunities to lead. And I think it really goes back to my first um, first statement. Leadership is not about being the boss. It's not about being in a particular position. Mm -hmm. Leadership is about the behavior that you exhibit, the way that you motivate and inspire. And if you think about it that way, you can lead from any position within an organization you can lead in positions outside of your employer. So that if there is a community organization in which you are involved or your child's school or some other type of, of activity that's outside of your workplace, you can take opportunities there to lead in your community. And so I, I hesitate, you know, I, I certainly understand and, and have faced and continue to face and, and, and I'm certain will face again uh, situations within my workplace where I don't get an opportunity that I believe uh, that I, I deserve or am ready to have. But that doesn't equate to leadership opportunities. And, and I, I think that we have to broaden our perspective of what it really means to be a leader and how to exhibit those activities uh, and do that uh, separately and distinct from having a particular label or role assigned to us.
0: Spoken like a true leader.
1: (laughs) I I love (laughs) that you um, made
0: deciphered between, again, the boss and leadership that we can lead and we have influence in every position we have, right? And it's up to us to kind of carve out those opportunities and flex our leadership skills in a variety of ways and you don't have to have a title to be a leader necessarily.
1: Absolutely.
0: That's wonderful. Oh, how can our listeners find out more about you?
1: Oh my goodness! Well, they can. (laughs) They can. (laughs) They can go to um, my website. I have. uh, I have a website that's attached to my university. George Washington University, if they Google me, um, they can certainly find information about me and some of the projects that I work on. My institute that I run at GW is the Institute for Information Infrastructure Protection, the i3p.org, uh, and they can find out about the kind of research that I conduct and, and uh, the team that I lead. Uh, but certainly, if they Google me, they can find out information about me. Um, okay, there. Great.
0: Well, I'll make sure that I link uh, your contact information and your projects in the show notes at MindaHearts.com so people can easily find you. And also, I cannot let you leave without my two bonus questions. And I am a lover of grits and rap lyrics. And so I have to ask you, (laughs) Is um, first I have to ask, are you a grits fan? Yes. Okay. Good. Now the next one you know that's coming is salt or sugar. (laughs) Sugar. Oh, 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 sugar. You're one of those. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you're you're sugar person. (laughs) Okay. I won't shame you. I won't shame you on sugar. Okay. Thank you.
1: Thank you very
0: much. Well, we'll move on to the to the favorite rap links So,
1: (laughs) what is your favorite Ah. rap
0: lyric and why?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, You know, I I don't know that I have an all-time favorite, and there's lots of them that I like. But I will tell you right now, the first song in my workout, um, my workout, uh, you know, playlist is a bus to And it's about, uh, it's Beast. And so it's when the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I have no regrets when the sun sets because I live my life like I'm a beast that's my that's that's my favorite right now (laughs) okay that's good I love that and you know you're my first
0: guest to spit a a Busta Rhymes and so we we can't forget about our,
1: our, our
0: Busta lyrics so I appreciate that and and the um, I'm
1: old school,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, <laughs> and um, I'm a big fan of 90s uh raps and early 2000s, so that, that warms my heart. But the this the podcast is called Secure the Seat. When I say that to you, Dr. Burley, what does that mean in your own words?
1: Hmm. I, I think that it, it means take responsibility for yourself and your growth and your progress. Don't wait for anybody to give you anything, Um, but go out there and and get it. Go get it. If that's what you want, go get it. And there's nothing left to say
0: other than thank you for being my guest on Secure the Seat. And for all of you listening, make sure you go out and get it. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Dr. Burley. Make sure that you go to MindaHearts.com in the show notes and you can find all of the information to connect with her and don't sleep on some of those opportunities in Cybersecurity. I know that Some of you might be in a space where you may want to change and you're thinking I have some great skills. How can I leverage this in the tech industry or another field and so uh, You don't have to be technical to get into it. And so make sure that you you do that go secure your seat Get them. Uh, But I want to thank you for tuning in this week. As I always say, you could choose from so many different podcasts and you show up here every week and support Secure the Seat. And if you haven't had a chance to leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast, your favorite podcasts on, make sure that you do that because we want to signal boost that Secure the Seat is a resource that more women of color and black women need to know about. And the only way we do that is if we keep. Leaving those reviews and leaving those ratings, it only takes you less than 60 seconds, I promise. And it's always worth it. (laughs) And this week I'm excited because on May 16th, we have our third annual Women of Resilience Awards in New York City. Uh, Maybe some of you will be there, hope to meet you if we have not met already. I'm really excited about that. And then after the awards, I'm headed to Los Angeles and gonna hang out there for a little bit and do some work. And I have a conference that I'm speaking at in San Diego. And so when I speak to you again, I will be recording from San Diego. Hopefully you'll be able to feel some of that sunshine if you are in a cold place, uh, because this weather on the East Coast has been trife. It's been real trifling. (laughs) So I had to bring that old school word back for you. Uh, But I appreciate you. Let's keep securing our seat. I know that sometimes we might be in positions where It seems like there's no way out, Uh, but we're out here pushing. You're not alone, and if you haven't had a chance to purchase my book, The Memo, What Women of Color Need to Know to Secure a Seat at the Table, it is available on pre-order, and help me secure my seat in the publishing world. Um, I'm really fortunate to have a book deal, and the book comes out August 20th. I've been in the process for almost two years now writing and editing and working with the publisher and my editor and it's almost here. And so I'm really excited for you all to cop it. In three weeks, I will be recording the audio version. And so I'm so excited about that because, and I don't, if you've listened to some of the episodes, you may have heard me say that I actually had to audition to read my own book. Um, And so I'm excited that they chose me to do that because I pour my heart into this book and I think I would have, may have probably cried if somebody else would have read it over me. <laughs> so if you haven't heard enough of my voice, uh, you get to hear it later in the year as well. But uh, keep going. Find me on these internet streets. I am most active on Twitter. That's where I am, at Minda Hearts. Uh, but also follow me on LinkedIn. I'm there too. And you can go to my website. My email is there. So you always have access to me. and all that good stuff. So keep securing your seat and we'll talk next week.